Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Tales from the Bar. I'm really happy you're here to start your weekend off right. I'm your host, Jen Noga, and today we're joined by Emily, Leah, and Kaya from the band Mooncast. Grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy your time at the bar. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tales from the Bar. I'm here with Mooncast. I will let them introduce themselves. Hey, I'm Leah. I play drums in Mooncast. Hi, I'm Emily. I play synths. Oh, no. And that's Kaya. She's frozen. <laughs> I'm also frozen. We're just having we're just having a great time. Maybe if Zoom maybe if Zoom didn't hate me, it's fine. <laughs> oh boy. We're making we're making the best of a situation. Yeah, exactly. So I start off all of my interviews with this very simple question. What is your favorite 90s bop? Ooh. Mm. Mm. Oof. 90s bop. I think um, Loser by Beck. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's 90s. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think now. I'm like, <laughs> make sure I'm in the... <laughs> I'll take decade. late 80s, early 2000s as well. That's generous. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. I have a good one. I just have to... I'm really bad with names of stuff. It's okay. It took me forever to learn the name of my favorite 90s Bob, which is Tub Thumping. Because I was like, <laughs> I was like, I know the words to it, but I don't know the name. Probably. Um, okay, I have like a playlist of like good... Like 90s stuff, I think. Um, honestly, I like a lot of Pixies stuff. Like, I think I Bleed is one of my favorite Pixie songs. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. I love that you have a playlist because I also have a playlist. So I'm working on like different decades. So like right now I have like an 80s one, which is like half 80s metal, half like um, 80s pop. I love it. Sick. Yeah, that's awesome. Like my play is called is is called um, Dirty Basement Songs. And it's like any song that I think I would see like a band play in a dirty basement. I love that. And it, and it ends up being in a lot of like 90s grunge bands, which is <laughs> <Just> fun. <laughs> Nice. Got Kaya back. Kaya's back. Yay. Man, anything Britney. True. Love me some Britney. How I didn't know I was gay earlier from the amount of Britney that I listened to, I'll never know. <laughs> so since this podcast is called Tales from the Bar, you guys are old enough to drink, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. What is your what is your go-to drink when you go out? The cheapest beer. Yeah, either a beer or just, like, whiskey, like, neat. I feel like recently I've been doing tequila soda wine. Okay. Mine is, mine is I go for a dirty Shirley when I go out. So my theory is if you can't taste, if you can't taste the vodka, then you're doing something right. Yeah. Gets you drunk <laughs> so very fair. quickly. <laughs> So to some like radio station and they were saying that that was like the drink of the summer. Good. It should be. Oh. Wow. Yeah. It's trending. It's very trendy. I started a trend. 
Because for my for my twenty <laughs> first, um, I'm twenty three now, but I turned twenty one before the pandemic, and I went to like different bars, and I just ordered a dirty Shirley at every single bar, and then I reviewed it on Twitter. <laughs> Sick. So I feel like I started a trend. I agree. Yes, I'm like gonna say that it's from you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> so, say a movie producer comes up to you guys and they go, "Hey, we are gonna make a movie based on your last five releases. What movie? What like what type of movie would it be?" <sighs> oh my god, that's such a good question. Last five releases. Wait. Does the like, audio change? No, I guess like I'm on I'm on my way. Right. Oh yeah. Okay, so there would be a little bit of murder. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Right. Starts with a murder. But also like heavy nostalgia. It would be like a coming of age murder film. Okay. Yeah. Right? I, I would say also like a kind of eat, pray, love, broke back mountain, like journey. <laughs> I want um, I want Gwyneth Paltrow to play me. <laughs> yeah. I think she has the right attitude. I think you guys look exactly the same. I think we look exactly the same, and I like the way that she's pretentious. I think it's good. <laughs> where does the where does the murder come in? Is it at the beginning, or is it like we lead up yeah. to it? I think you murder someone, and then the whole movie is just the getaway. So Ooh, yeah. are you guys Ooh. are you guys big book readers? Yes. Yeah. Have you guys read um A Good Girl's Guide to Murder? No. Okay. Cause that's the very vibes that I'm I'm picking up. It's a good, it's a three it. book series. Very good. It's wild. It's like it's crazy. But I think that would be like the perfect, even if you did the soundtrack for it, that would be like the perfect like storyline. That's awesome. I got. Is it like Gone Girl a little bit? A little bit. I was yeah. Gone Girl. yeah. I love Gone Girl. Like yeah. Be the be the cool girl. Yeah. <laughs> be a murder girl. Yeah. <laughs> Just girly things. Murder. Yeah. This, this summer, the girlies are drinking dirty Shirley's and also killing people. <laughs> <laughs> Hypotheticals. No, okay. I was going to be like, hypotheticals, how would you kill someone? But no, I don't want to self-incriminate anybody. Just incriminate ourselves with this podcast. It's funny because my dad was a cop, but it's fine. <laughs> He's not home right now, so it's cool. We can talk about murder. Yeah, you murder. know how to get around them. Yeah, I do. It's the season of festivals. I've gone to quite a few this summer. So say you guys are given an unlimited budget, so you have all the money ever. Who and you guys are you guys are the headliners. Who is headlining with you, or like who do you want on the festival circuit with you? Oh my god, these are fun questions. <laughs> is this is this dead or alive, or is it everyone like now? Well, assuming you have all the money in the world, that like you could you could in theory fund revive the research someone. to revive someone. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> Got it. They might be like a little bit like Frankenstein, like a yeah. little bit off. Or you could do like the hologram, just pay enough money for yeah. like the rights to their hologram. Get the yeah. hologram. Okay, I have some. I'd say Dinah Washington. 
Earl Sweatshirt, Frank Ocean, Fiona Apple, Max Roach, and SZA. Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's super curated <laughs> to be one vibe. <laughs> like we talked about this before with like friends bands. Like being, yeah, like, true. Like friends, the other friends we have in bands, like once we are playing bigger things, like it'll be sick to see you headlining with us. And I feel like like that that'll be so fun to be like backstage with people you like came up with. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, yes, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to have friends like um we love Sir Chloe and um our friend Talk Bazaar. Like I've been listening to their album like a ton recently. It's so so good. Um and then also Ravi and JW Francis. I think it'd just be a hang. I love that. I love when you can like just hang out because I um interviewed I don't know if you guys know who Moon Tower is but they're a band um I saw them when they toured with the driver era but they came to Cleveland uh last week and they he tore or they toured with Fangs and 90s kids for the beginning of their tour and I was sitting like backstage and I was just watching them all hang out and I was like this is this is awesome like I would love, I would love to do that. So I'm just like there with my little podcast set up and I'm just like, Hey guys, what's up? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> She's very mobile. So I don't actually have to like plug her into anything or like I plug her into like a battery pack and I can just take her anywhere. Oh, nice. Sick. So I go a lot of places, but mostly I do them over zoom. Cause everybody's like all over the place, but it's still a fun time. Oh yeah. Are you gonna come to the Cleveland show? Yeah, it's on my calendar. I don't have many shows lined up for the fall, but you guys are on my calendar already. So <coughs> Oh, that's awesome. So do you guys have any like influences for like your music, either personal or like musical? Like anything that like influences your writing style or just music in general? Definitely. I feel like I go through phases and I'll just kind of like try to like replicate my favorites but it never comes out like replication because I just can't because they're all geniuses but I feel like I the past couple songs I've been writing have had heavy like Regina Spector influence like just like strange lyrics and like kind of like hopping melodies and like one or two elements in the song um also uh Cage the Elephant, that record. Um, I've been listening to a lot. And then Sir Chloe, the band that we toured with, cited one of their songs as influences their songwriting. Then I feel like I've been trying to think about that every time I get stuck, like think about their song structures. I like, I've always been very influenced by LCD sound system. And um, honestly, like the killers, like I just love their synth sounds a lot so I feel like when I started like playing synths I was like always like trying to make like patches that like sounded like their tones and it was just fun to do that to try and like match like synth sounds and stuff but I guess performance wise like like um I really love the yeah 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 it's like I they bring like so much energy and also like being a trio to see like how they interact is like so cool so i've watched a ton of their live performances i feel like songwriting wise i think 
Mitski and SZA are two of like my biggest like current inspirations. Um, and maybe performance also like Mitski, but I think mostly for performance is probably like she's trying. <laughs> she's trying. <laughs> Let her speak. Let her speak her truth. Zoom. <laughs> Free her voice. <laughs> she's been silenced by the man she has been free kaya (laughs) i don't know what's gonna happen wonder if we can get it trending before she comes back (laughs) hashtag free kaya yeah (laughs) so funny uh well before she comes back I like Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers <laughs> for performance wise. All guys gone. <laughs> no. She'll come back. Yeah, she'll come back. Yeah. That sucks. So it has been like very original questions for this interview, I have to say. Thank it's you. Thank you. Yeah. I write them all out of order because I'm a bitch with ADHD. So <laughs> I'm just, I write them down as they come to me. So sometimes they're not in order. Yeah, that's perfect. I'm, I'm flown with it. I love it. We're just beep bopping all over the place. Mm-hmm. Is that your dog? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> What's your dog's name? This is Blue. There's oh. another one. Bentley. He's oh. around. My cat George is sleeping over there. He's a little tuxedo oh. cat. He's just I love these babies. He's just Jay chilling. Oh. So what is your favorite song to perform live? And what is the story behind that song? If you guys feel comfortable sharing the story. Um, my favorite right now is probably I'll Never Know. That Do you remember what you were going to say? Then. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. Well, just that this tour is like the Riot Fest tour or whatever. And yeah. we, were t- we were talking about the Riot Girl influence. And I feel like lately that's been an influence too performance wise is just like like capturing that kind of like raw like energy like fuck men energy kind of yeah i'm trying to think i i love playing money mouth i think it's like because it's just very high energy um and i'm just like i don't know whenever we play that song it feels like the whole set just like kicks into high gear um so it's fun. Yeah. I feel that way. I think I'll never know is probably like a personal favorite that I like black out to. But then I feel like panic is where um the audience feels the most mm-hmm. like I feel like I have them wrapped around my finger the most, you know? Like and mm-hmm. I feel like it's like we used to put that in the middle of our set and it felt like everything flipped after that. Like people were just there. Mm. Yeah, true. Okay. So I have a game. Could break up the band, could not break up the band. It just depends on how serious you take it. <laughs> oh, shit. So on TikTok, you know how they're like, you have the most likely to, and then you say who is most likely, or you point to who's, who is most likely to fill in the sentence. Um, you guys can obviously just say it, and you can contest it if you'd like. Um, so it's just a couple, it's like maybe like, 10 questions and we will just we'll just go for it you guys ready yeah Mm -hmm. okay so who is most likely to get you lost on the way to a gig me (laughs) (laughs) well true 
who is most likely to take the longest to get ready? Um, we're all pretty quick at getting ready. Yeah, we're really quick. Yeah. I always take, I always take really, like when I, if I'm not doing my makeup, then it's like very quick. Cause I'm like, I don't care. But if I am doing my makeup, then I take like for fucking ever. Cause it's gotta yeah, be, I, it's gotta be perfect. Y'all, I could take a long time. I think I don't because I know that kind of Emily are I, quick. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> I could go a while. I feel like if anything, it's Emily just because of since. But that's not like oh, yeah. getting, oh, ready. getting ready. But that's yeah. just like in gig mode. Yeah. It's like Emily takes the most time to set up and break down. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. True. So, which when we're on tour, it's like the synths are. Get one of those, yeah. you know how like they, they have eyeliner. <laughs> you know how they have on those those cars, like the eyelashes? Yeah. Just get some yeah. eyelashes for your sin, then just Yeah. That'd be so That's a cute. great idea. It's a That's great a, idea. You should put things on the end of your mallet. I oh know. My God. That'd be good. That'd be so funny. I'm the ideas man. Yeah. Exactly. The brains of the operation. <laughs> So who is most likely to actually be a couple of cats in a trench coat instead of a human? That's a tough call. Leah. I feel it too. (laughs) I always revise that question. So it's a different animal and like a different number because, you know, animals are different sizes, but some people get really confused. And I was like, you know how it's like, there's two toddlers in a trench coat like yeah. in their person but i'm glad yeah. you guys picked up on it because sometimes it yeah. feels like i'm like oh, do i have to explain this well, again like, <laughs> it's weird how <laughs> wicked i was like i didn't, even, like, I didn't yeah. even question that there was a way to question it, until said it. <laughs> makes perfect sense <laughs> <laughs> but but take it off the record because people can't know <laughs> we're all vibing on the same the same brain cell yes yes <laughs> so who is most likely to buy a costume not halloween time and wear it on stage to perform. Kaya. Kaya, uh, yeah. yeah. I've done it. Yeah. What if <laughs> wear my sailor suit? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, literally did that. What uh what are you do you have any plans for like Halloween already? I just saw the um, first Halloween store pop up here and I'm like, whoa, it's already happening. It's already happening. Cause I was gonna say think- if you guys do a Halloween show, you would have to wear costumes. Yeah. We've done we've done some costumes before. Her one costumes year we've been bad. <laughs> Except we did share one year, but we just all wore different colored wigs and just said that we were share. And I liked it a lot. <laughs> that was good. And we were all share. I think it's funny. <laughs> I think that's really funny. Yeah. My friend Julia, she when she was moving, um, she had her going away like bar crawl, and it was be anybody but yourself. Because it was right around Halloween. So like a bunch of our friends just wore different color wigs and then changed their name. And they were like, this is this is it. That's really fun. I had a friend that used to do that just when we would go out regularly. She would go and buy a wig and then be a different person midway through the night. She'd like go to the bathroom and change and then be like, come back in a different persona. (laughs) It's awesome. I love that. I love wigs. Yeah, they're fun. I my head is too big for a standard size wig. So I can't, I can't wear a wig. You get them custom made. I have to. My head's yeah. too big. How many do you have now? You know, not enough. More than five? Not enough. <laughs> not enough. Never enough. Never enough. 
And then you gotta, and then you gotta figure out what color you want, and then the style, and then it's a whole thing. Yeah. I'd say as if I've ever worn a wig in my life. (laughs) 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 Who is most likely to know all the words to a Jonas Brothers song? Probably. It's one of you guys. Not me. No, I was going to say it's one of you guys. Okay, then it's Leah. I do. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely do. I What's think I your, all the words to Love Bug, just about. Is Love Bug your favorite Jonas Brothers song? Yeah, I love that song. It's a good song. You're considering covering it. Yeah. I think you guys should. I think it'd be really good. I'm just I'm just down for a Jonas Brothers in a cover way, band. We are the Jonas Yeah, we basically are the Jonas Brothers. Who's, who's which Jonas? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put you I on think, the spot. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know. I think I'm Nick because he plays drums what and has Nick, puffy hair. And then, I don't know. Probably Kevin, I guess. I'll be Kevin because <laughs> no one wants to be Kevin. So I'll just do it. I don't know, that one Kevin's like, so I guess I'm <laughs> Kevin's Kevin. kind of great, though. Kevin's got a very just, loyal fan base. I just, I don't want this to bring yeah. up the band, so I'll just be Kevin. <laughs> I've always, wanted to be, <laughs> I've always wanted to be Joe, but I don't think that I am Joe. I think I'm Nick. You've got it's the like hair for it. Best. Yeah, I know. Joe. It makes sense. I I'd love to Joe, know. baby. Thanks. I just don't think so. <laughs> kind of a sore spot. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Who is most likely to respond to a really long, heartfelt text with a meme? Me. <laughs> <laughs> no none of us would do that no really you've never gotten like a really long text and just be like here's a meme <laughs> no <laughs> it's hilarious though i've been seeing that happen though like on twitter and stuff and it's really funny but i think that if someone sent me a long text i think i would send back a an equally long heartfelt text maybe Unless it's from a man, and then all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how I respond to men is like with a meme. I'm like, <laughs> someone, like, this is your language. Yeah, some guy I was talking to was like, I was like, oh, you know, therapy's great. And he was like, oh, like you can give me free therapy. And I was like, I sent him the, it's free real estate, but instead of real estate, it said therapy. <laughs> perfect that's appropriate that's i was like it's free therapy i was like you should go see a therapist like <laughs> you send them like the meme and then also like a link yeah i was like here's a great list of resources <laughs> <laughs> who is most likely to forget to respond to a text i've been like very not on my phone lately but i feel like the texts i don't respond to keep me up at night <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Are you one of those people that have like a bajillion like unread text messages? No, I I like anally open all of them, but then I just can't respond in the moment. But I like make a mental log too. And then I wait until I'm in the right headspace to respond. That's smart. I should start doing that. Yeah, that is smart. That is smart. Life advice with Kaya. Yeah. Ask Kaya. I feel like it's it's kind of crazy though. Like I should just not, not open them. Yeah. But I but feel like I, having yeah, all those notifications. Like 
having all those notifications is just stressful i don't have the number for some reason it's just like a message and there's no numbers i think i turned it off at one point and i forget how I think you did. Cause I remember you saying that, that like you literally don't see your text until you click on the actual thing. And I remember one time I saw your phone and just all these like yeah. blank things. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I recently turned my phone um, black and white, which you can do. It's in the like disabilities setting. So I put it in gray scale thinking it would like make it feel less like candy. And then I'd be on it less. It was sickening. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so disconcerting. So, well, I guess this is a perfect segue into my next one. Who is most likely to drop the band to go live off the grid? One of you two. (laughs) It's a toss up. (laughs) That's literally what we've done this summer. Yeah, the both of us did. (laughs) (laughs) Like Loki. I'm low key building an outhouse right now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I love that. Very rustic. Very like um, what's the what's the term they use on HGTV? Like farmhouse chic. Oh yeah, like um. Oh yeah. Like you know what I'm talking about? Like very like yeah r- yeah rustic, rustic. Um, what's the word? Yeah, farmhouse. I think is it. Yeah, with like the barn doors and yeah. Everybody yeah, goes, go look, everybody looks at them and then they're like, oh my gosh, I take so much inspiration, but it's literally just like horses everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this yeah. is, I mean, I like horses, but like not, I'm not a horse girl enough to like decorate my whole up. house with horses. Yeah. So my last one is who is most likely to write a love song about an onion? Emily. Are you like a big, are you a big foodie? Yes, I love food. What's your, what's your favorite food right now? Um, favorite food right now. Hmm. I made croquettes like yesterday. Well, actually I think making salmon is my favorite right now. I like just got into like cooking fish I like never cooked fish before and like now I've been cooking salmon a lot and I'm trying to like I'm like where can I take this what else can I do (laughs) with salmon yeah with the salmon like what are the options there's so many options there's so many yeah so it's like you know it's a whole world (laughs) a salmon world it's a a salmon filled world (laughs) It's all slamming. <laughs> the life of seven. Definitely, definitely. I'm not a fish person. I wish I was, but I'm just like, I'm just not. Like, I'm a very like poultry based eater. Mm-hmm. There's something about fish that I just don't like, and I haven't quite placed it. Unless it's fish sticks, because maybe because it's breaded, but yeah. Yeah. You like sushi? No, not really. Mm-hmm. I wish I like I wish I liked food. Like I'm not a I'm not a picky eater, but I like I know what I like. And so I'm very mm-hmm. hesitant to like stray away from it. Yeah. Which is yeah. which is unfortunate, but we're making the best with what we're given. I'm I'm <laughs> the same way. I also learned recently that your blood type determines like what kind of food you like to eat. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. So you kind of just have to sometimes listen to what you want. Hmm. I'm going to ask my doctor what my blood type is when I see her this week. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, hey, is this true? Yeah, You're the true. medical professional. I you heard about it. Parents and then do the last. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to put that on my to-do list. I'm just yeah. going to, let me just <laughs> figure out blood type. <laughs> <laughs> so. You just fake wrote that down. I'm just going to, I'm just going to think of, it's going to keep me up at night now. Cause I don't know. I tried to ask my doctor once what my blood type was and she wouldn't tell me. And I was like, so what does that mean? Like, what, do I not have blood? Is this. <laughs> I'm a vampire. This is all a simulation. Are you telling me that we're not real? Don't make me think about this at nine in the morning. It's too early. Cool. So I want to segue back into my last couple questions. Um, Are you guys working on any new music right now? Yes. Any, any release dates coming up? Any, anything you can share? Is it on like the down low? If it's on the downloads only because like we're figuring it out, kind of like we're in early state or we're in yeah. middle stages. Like we have all the songs yeah. and we have all the demos and we're just kind of seeing how the cookie crumbles to like figure out when, when to put them out and how to put them out. Okay. I like yeah. that. But I think December we, we have a song ready to go. Yeah. And so we're going to start releasing our third album starting December with the first single. And then go from there. Well, that'll be fun. I'm excited to hear it. Um, what can people expect from a Mooncast show? Like, what is the vibe? Like, because this is coming out before your show in Cleveland, so I'm I'm very curious. Like, what should how what's the vibe like? So people know the outfit, like what to what to vibe with, or like who to bring. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Definitely outfits can be like the most outlandish you want. Like wear the thing that you feel like you never have the place to wear the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be Uh, appropriate. Yeah. Um, Definitely bring a date. Like definitely make out with someone during a Mooncast show. We like that. It's it's, It's very high energy, like big dance party, kind of slumber party vibes sometimes. It's also, it's great for a date. It's also great for like a couple of friends. Um, it's just very, I think it's very energetic and party, but it's also very heartwarming all the time. Very intimate. It's like intimacy with a big Also community. bringing yourself. Yeah. 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 A show to come to like You can make a lot of friends. We see people make friends. Mm-hmm. True. Because you guys are playing it. And basically in any iteration. You guys are playing at um, May Halls, which is actually also a bowling alley. I don't know if you guys know that. Cool. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Yeah, that's it. But the I'm pretty sure you guys will either either way, like where they put you, it'll be a very like intimate show because there's no like barricade or anything. It's just like the stage and then like people. But it's nice. like it's very cool. But if you definitely have a chance, go bowl because. It's very fun, but you actually have to keep um yeah. keep score by hand because it's oh, like cool. an old bowling alley too. It's awesome. That's fun. I've just blown your minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my 
My last official I'm question. So excited. <laughs> My last like official question is, do you have any advice for people that are just starting out or afraid to put themselves out there or any advice that you guys wish you would have heard um, when you were first starting out? Um, I feel like something I wish I had heard is just that like, it always seems like there are like invisible rules in music or in the music industry, like all these things that you're expected to do or that like expectations you put on yourself. And then I think, um, getting into music, I'm like, it's, it's truly just about expression. Um, just any kind of, any form of expression. So there's really no going wrong. You can do something, you can not like it tomorrow. You can not like it in a year. It just doesn't matter. It's all about just the, the act and the practice of doing it in whatever way works for you. So like let go of the fear about it and just, you know, go forth in any way that you can. That's I think deep. definitely um, like play with your friends and like people that you love because it's like, like, it's just like a journey. Like you'll like play bad shows and whatever, but it's like fun because you have like people you love on stage with you. And like, that's the best part. And it's like, you know, you'll just like learn like, from every performance and like there are always like way more fun performances in the future you know oh no kaya's gone oh. yeah hi kaya man probably join in a second yeah free kaya come on zoom just no. zoom just really this feels like a hate crime honestly i was thinking the same thing <laughs> I I constantly tell my brother that like when he does things that they're they're homophobic because they're an inconvenience to me. Like yes. my my friend who um is non-binary came over and we were eating chicken nuggets and we were out of ketchup because my brother ate all the ketchup and I call him like asking I was like do we have any more and he was like no and then you just hear in the background that's homophobic. <laughs> And I was like, you're a massive. You got to keep them in check. I know. I know. I was like, so you're a homophobe. Love you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Jen, what are your pronouns? Uh, She, they. She, they. Cool. My pronouns are they, them. Cool. Who's Gaia? There she is. Hi. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's just been one of those days and we're just rolling with it. Yeah. Really? So we're just I just asked if there was any advice that you would give to people that are just starting out or um advice that you wish you would have heard when you were first starting out. Yeah, I like what both Leah and Emily said. Um and I totally agree with both those things. I think um yeah. I think just doing it is the best advice you could give to people. And that's kind of what I've always said to like whenever I've had students and stuff too. And like, that was the best advice that I got was just like, just put out the song, just play the show. Like you might regret it. It might not be your best, but it'll open some doors that allow you to learn. And I don't know, like, it's tough. It's a toss-up because there is this argument for having, like, a pristine discography, you know? But I think it makes a lot of people sick to, like, be that perfectionist. And that kind of takes away from the point of music for me. 
and like music's just brought me to where I am and introduced me to all the people that I love. And so it pains me to think of me not releasing those shitty songs or whatever it was. So that would be my advice, but it's one route and it's not the like industry pristine polished route, which I just couldn't give advice on that because I don't know how to do that. Cool. Yeah. Wait, also, sorry. I, no, go I ahead. Answer. To piggyback on that, like, I feel like the thing you're saying about, like, that I, I feel like I've realized recently is, like, it's not about, like, music isn't about being the best at something. There's no, like, achievement. There's no, like, you can't. There's no way to actually be the best at music. And, and it's a very, like, American, very capitalist idea to try and achieve something through it. But when in reality, it's more of, like, a practice of something. Like, it's something yeah. you're just, like, why not kill your time through doing this yeah. thing that's really beautiful? um yeah and it's it's a lot it's less. a lifestyle really. yeah 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 exactly cool so as i say on the game show hot ones congratulations you've completed the interview you could use this camera <laughs> so this camera or this camera <laughs> and you can tell the people what you have going on so if there's anything that you want to plug now would be the time to tell the people who are listening yeah definitely tour um, tour. Hey, tour come on tour in our van Come, come to the shows yeah come to the show you won't regret it and stay tuned for new music releases which will be happening end of this year beginning of next year we've got like a lot of stuff on the way yeah and tell your friends hi it's jen again i just want to thank you for listening to this episode if you want to find out about all things Mooncast, you know like tour dates and socials and whatnot visit www.moonkissedmusic.com or check the link in our episode description as for me, you can find Bar Buddies on Instagram at Bar Buddies Pod and tell me who you want to see on the show next. This episode was produced in collaboration with Voltage Live.